listening to uh, what is it, a YouTube channel called Coffeezilla. Have you guys ever heard of this person? Uh-uh. Yeah. He basically is like a he, he like shits on uh, gurus that like sell you know the you know the kind of people who like sell ways to become rich like oh I took twenty dollars and made it into a million dollars in a year that kind of thing. You guys yeah. hear about these like, self help gurus? Saying. Yeah. He basically just shits on their programs and like calls people out. And it's really funny. I got really hooked on this guy. But there was one thing. There's one thing he said. It was like, if you're gonna make something, it better put value into the world. Like, there's no point in investing all your time if there's not gonna be any value put into the world. And then I was like, shit. Does our podcast add value to the world? It makes people <laughs> laugh. How many people? <laughs> Enough for me to get to try Blanton's for free. I don't know. <laughs> Fair. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I ain't getting fucking Blanton's. Well, you don't have. You don't hang out with the fans like I do. In that case, I I, I demand a redo. I need a. You need to come move down it. here. <laughs> I'll get a little sappy here for a moment. Going. The the value that maybe not to the world, but the value for us. I mean, we've never been in such more regular communication since we started this whole shindig. So. I don't know. I like true. it. This has probably actually saved my sanity quite a bit over the pandemic. Yeah. And our group chat is wildly active, which is always good. The next the next step is enough fans that we have a Discord and we can just chat in there. Yeah. <laughs> you pay for we're our Patreon. For, no, we're actually gonna do a message board. <laughs> you go to the special the special Discord where it's actually just our normal conversation and you get to see what we're talking about, which is all trash. Then we can actually make it use one of those Discord features where people can watch us record. Oh, we're going on Twitch, baby. Next week, live episode, we're going Twitch. Probably not. Oh. <laughs> okay. I can't even get, wait I'll till the end of sure this week. I'll make sure to not dress like a bum. I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm going to be dressing double bum. I'm ready for to bum. be like, he's got his gaming headset and he's ready to go. He's like, we're going on Twitch. I'm like, Clint, it's not that kind of Twitch. Calm down. <laughs> Play, we're just playing Call of Duty instead. Foxhole. <laughs> If we get on Twitch, we can start Smell My Whiskey Gaming, and we can actually play games instead. SMWG. Smell My Whiskey Gaming. I will, I could do Smell My Whiskey Tech, and we could do Smell My Whiskey Podcast. Smell My Whiskey Beard Oil. Smell My Whiskey. Ooh, I, I'd endorse that. That's the guy with a huge-ass beard. That's right. Wait till I get my, my sponsorship. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see what happens. Diet Dr. Pepper and beard oil. I, I haven't had any Diet Dr. Pepper Did you Did you know time. those are the same thing? You can just use that as beard oil? <laughs> I invented that. I am. It's a cure-all. It's, it's a cure-all. I am Dr. Pepper. Is that why it's so scraggly? Oh, it's sticky? All right. <laughs> uh, I didn't. We got the clap. We got the setup. We're talking about bullshit. This is a bad cold open. It's all getting cut. Let's jump in. Let's just, uh, just play the I music. Let's just pretend it didn't happen. Make sure you intro everybody and then intro John and then we'll play the he's still behind joke. He's so far behind. Welcome back to Smile Whiskey Podcast. This is your hostess with the mostest, Max. Everyone else is just second class to me. Boys, how are we doing today? <laughs> I'm, I'm great. I'm glad we're all here. Yeah, all. You, really, John? You're not you're are you kidding me? No way. That really happened? Well, holy shit. All right. Well, John, that's an interesting story. You want to tell us more about it? John, I think my favorite part of that story is when you started smoking cigarettes again. That Camel Joe really, or Joe Camel, really got you back on board. You know, it was a real shame you drilled a hole in that guy's shoulder when he was getting knee surgery. All right. Well, John, unfortunately, can't be here today because he's probably doing, probably smoke. Actually, I heard he had an addiction to cigarettes and had to go to rehab. I don't think people go to rehab a- for cigarettes. 
That's that's the weird thing, actually. He needed to. It was that bad. Like it was a carton a day. Okay, that's light. That was it's, a carton. It's actually a money problem, not a not an addiction. <laughs> he had a gambling addiction with cigarettes. I told him he couldn't win money off them, but he didn't understand. <clears throat> Anyways, this week we got no John, but we do have Clint and Pat. What else do we need? And we have our good friend Basil Hayden, uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, which we'll be trying tonight. Um, I've had Basil Hayden's in the past. Have you guys? Yes. Yes. I feel like this is a pretty, pretty common slash standard whiskey. I think this is pretty easy to get. It's pretty, you know, well distributed, right? You'd say so? Easily accessible. I would say, yes. Agreed. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone go wild over it, uh, probably because it's pretty easy to get in most places. Um, unfortunately, of course, John was supposed to talk about Basil Hayden, so in the meantime, I'm sure uh, Pat and Clint might have some fun facts for us. Do you guys, uh, you guys have any fun facts about Basil Hayden? I yeah, do it's know owned by Beam Centauri. That's true. Owned by Beam Centauri. I do know this is a part of their small batch line. Um Basically, the small batch line involves Booker's, Knob Creek, Baker's, and Basil Hayden's. And this is the only one with the high rye mash. Baker's. The B. With the B. Yeah. And this is the only one of the three with the high rye mash bill. The rest all have a low rye. Then I guess some quick notes. This is a 40% uh, or 80 proof uh, whiskey. Um, on their bottle, they, they state they're proud that they were um, distilled originally in 1796. Uh, they make it very clear that Kentucky was only four years old and George Washington was president. In case you needed to know that on the bottle, it does say that. Uh, and they still make it with the same skill and care that they used to. Uh, and it was America's favorite frontier settlers whiskey. Fun fact. I feel like it's a common th- trend on whiskeys bourbons in particular to be like hey we're real old we've been around we're cowboy whiskey we're presidential whiskey here's here's what i have to say here's what i have to say about basil hayden's that has just it blows my mind because the i would usually just talk about this in the bottle part but it's like so much going on with this bottle like first of all first of all the okay the paper wrap yes which is mostly annoying second Every other word on their bottle is like capitalized. So it's like today we make Basil Hayden's Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskey using the same skill uh, of favorite America Americas. It's like when Basil Hayden Sr. began distilling bourbon, it's like, okay, there's a capital word every other word. It has like a metal belt that goes around it that holds the paper. Uh, I wish I had a belt buckle with my initials. It's got, yeah, it's got a BH metal belt buckle basically that holds the paper. Uh, uh, what do you even call this? What what are they? What's it called? You you know what we're going to be deciding on this. This is going to be bad. What what it, what uh, what do they call this? Like uh, they wear it in Mexico over their shoulders. Poncho. The little poncho. yeah poncho. Oh, I my brain is fried. Uh, a little paper poncho got a metal belt on top of that. The the plastic cork, synthetic cork is held in with like a nice nice. It's got a silver wrap Foil. over it, and then it has another piece of tape that goes over that. There's just so many things going on with this bottle. They're like, let's accessorize this motherfucker. You know what we're <laughs> going to be deciding on this review? Whether or not it's a superhero or a sidekick, because it's dressed like one. <laughs> that is actually, 
It is definitely John Wayne. It is 100% just John Wayne in a bottle. Just a Western <laughs> movie. It, yeah, it's like they're like, all it needs is a place to put your revolver and you're good to go. <laughs> you put a little cowboy hat on this thing and a revolver at the side and you are set. It's nothing. It's crazy. Um, yeah, this it's just outlandish. Now, I will say, um, I guess to jump ahead, or do we have more... more uh, uh, in, uh, facts about Basil Hayden. Anything I want to add? Anybody? Anyone? Yeah, one of want one of his an, ancestors was uh, in the Third Crusade and was knighted by Richard the Lionheart in the Holy Land. Oh, in the 1190s. In the 1190s. Wow. There's a citation that may be needed for this one. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, in the 1400s, another ancestor, John Hayden, was associated with the Grove, a legal estate in Watford. I was going to just pick random Wikipedia articles to start reading from, but... Crazy, 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 crazy. And I guess it gets its name because a lot of basil? There's a lot of basil in this? There's a lot of basil. Oh, they... There's actually a basil (laughs) epidemic because of how much basil they use. But they said it was high rye, but they didn't mention it's also high basil. They they actually say basil may go extinct because of how much they use. Well, that's like uh, Nutella and using all the... What if it's basil Hayden and we're just really bad? (laughs) Lord Basil. I think that that's sounds a like European that sounds thing. like a yeah that's, yeah exactly. But we already uh, discussed how it's crusades. crusades, so it's Basil Hayden. Lord how long has Basil. Jim Beam owned this brand? It is artfully aged. So uh, yes, the bottle's wild. Uh, the history is also seems wild. <laughs> it seems like they just hey, this thing happened a thousand years ago. Let's say we did it. So it says this brand was introduced. I'm reading Wikipedia and just pulling points out. Love it. Says it. Intro- Introduced in 1992. I'm actually what, what the but fuck then is that, 1796. Like, it says it uses the mash that was similar to what the OG Hayden did in 1792. Okay, now I'm pretty pissed off. That's simple. That's, and then I it also says it was originally labeled as an eight year, and now they just call it artfully aged. So no more aged. Say art. So this this is kind of like the guy in class took notes, and you kind of looked over and saw them and went. Yeah, I got those notes. And then you said, I am that kid. What's up? <laughs> Copy Damn. my homework, but don't make it too close. Okay, Basil Hayden might be a riff on everything. Uh, I will say, not we got it for 27 bucks. I mean, I would say that's not too bad. Um, uh, Kroger's 36 Wow, 10 bucks up from at Kroger? Wow. That's that's quite a bit. That's a spread. So, that's could be almost $100 for the double. That's, uh, that's let's a, see. costs more to get the... Or no, that's not. That's more than double. That's a one point seven five. Regardless, it's thirty six dollars at Kroger. Forty. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's a discount. swing though. That's like what is that like thirty percent difference? It's a smell my that's, math podcast. That's that's rough. Damn. You said how much max? Twenty six. Twenty seven. Twenty six ninety nine. Yeah, that's I mean, a that's a big that's a big jump in price for ten dollars on a third. You know, if you average, that's thirty. Ten dollar difference. That's crazy money. I'm We're talking. Yeah, you picked Kroger. this up at thirty six. Is not going to be helpful. Twenty seven. I mean, if you got to pick it up for that price, it sucks. It doesn't suck. It just. Damn, I am spoiled sometimes. I definitely remember over thirty. I'm just not sure if it was that high. When I do want to say, I think when I, I bought feel like it, I've paid at forty for this was before. Like, I think I paid thirty one at our local place. But total wine, obviously, is where I bought it. So twenty seven. But I think it easily breaks thirty all day, most places. We need a we need to get a little cheat sheet handy of how much we paid for stuff and how much the Kroger list was, so we can start going 
what is in the same bracket just quickly. I guess if we need to be fair, we need to start doing a small sampling of I found it at Meyer, Kroger, Walmart, wherever, and just getting a price breakdown might be a better way to start. Smell my whiskey official price list. Yeah, I probably need to start doing that since I definitely get cheated price. Not cheated. I get uh, capitalistic prices. Favorable pricing. Very. Um, Anyways, so yes, Basil Hayden, you're going to be running you between, I guess, 27 and probably 37, maybe pushing 40 in some places. But then again, probably pushing 50 in some places, knowing how this shit works. That's probably been one of the biggest things I've learned during doing all this is just the price, how how vastly different they can be on something like this. But something like a TV, I mean, you you can't you can't get away from it. You know, like two hundred is two hundred is two hundred everywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. And unfortunately for us reviewing and the viewership who actually tries out some of these whiskeys, I mean, price is always a factor unfortunately oh, yeah. and uh oh i agree 100%. if you're always paying a lot more man it it makes it harder to praise so yeah i agree 100 percent. i think price is always basically always a factor in terms of it's 40 dollars in ohio yeah i give up that's gonna be rough uh anyways let's break into this guy uh you know we could talk about the color a little bit i find this one actually darker than i expected i feel like at least I know I have the bottle and you guys don't. I feel like it doesn't appear as dark. I guess it might. I, I feel like it's a little darker, though, in tone in terms of a lot of other whiskeys we've compared to. It's definitely a deeper amber color. Uh, I definitely like it. I think it's appealing. Um, I don't like it in contrast to the paper label and how it looks in the bottle, but I like it more in the glass itself. That makes sense. Yeah. I've got nothing to add. Yeah, the color's Fun fine. stuff. Color is always a real fun topic. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking. It's no subjectivity that. to that, it. It's it's that, just. Yeah, I mean, this is the color. It's I either absolutely beautiful or it's just. Eh. There's just Dehydr- five shades of whiskey. It's either four shades of them suck, and the one is like, wow, I like this. Does the color match? Honestly, the taste? everything everything in the bourbon and rye is about the same color, besides rare yeah. breed, which is closer to that red. Yeah, I was going to say, um, that's the only one that stands out. Still the Brooklady and the, the tie-in and the art bag and stuff. were much more pale. Which was shocking. Same with the Toki. The Toki was, like, invisible. Yeah. Uh, anyways, all right, let's move on from color. Uh, we talked about price. Uh, let's move to the nose. How do you guys feel about it? So, unfortunately, this is my first try with this, so my notes are going to be very, very weak. Well, before we say that maybe you should... Just yeah, I was about to say, do you want try. us to break in and give you time, or are we gonna are we going no, to I'll change just your? It. I think um, it's it's just classic bourbon smells to me. So like brown sugar, vanilla, nothing. I thought I got bananas when I opened up our jar right the first time. I haven't. That was like it may have also been bananas on the counter. Otherwise, but nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, but nothing offensive either. Yeah, I think I can agree. I, I think it does have a pretty classic bourbon smell. I would say you gave me brown sugar. I might be more on like a white granulated sugar, uh, but it's definitely sweet yeah, to the I nose regardless. I, yeah, I think regardless, it's pretty sweet. Um, I definitely get a hint of like the uh, maraschino cherry-ish tinge there. Uh, maybe a small hint of cinnamon, but it's not. It's pretty faint, but because, uh, you know, other than that, I mean, you still get like the light spice. Uh, I don't think it's anything outstanding, but I, it's definitely not bad. I mean, in terms of, you know, it's like a pretty average, but pretty average, but sweeter smelling bourbon, but but pleasurable in, in, in general. On uh, on your cherry note, 
what I had written down was cherry cordial. Yeah. Um, as far as the vanilla goes, I thought it was a bit metallic, like a more like an extract than a pure vanilla. I think that might come into play with the the meshing of that cherry. I think that might get you there. Yeah, I think those two don't mix so well in terms of what you're going to pull out. So I think you might end up with that. I I know what you're saying. It's not like a. I I don't want to say penny. I want to say more like a tin metallic. John's not here. Yeah, John's got to eat the tin. Uh, I'll send him a piece (laughs) with the next batch. Uh, (laughs) My mom does in a scrapyard, so we'll just we'll just pull something out of the pile. I like that John's going to have to write the show notes for this episode. <laughs> so he really has to pay attention. Um, yeah, I, I think the nose, though, is... I think it's nice. I, I think something we didn't note is that there's definitely not any of that alcohol burn smell at all. I don't get... Even with deep, like a deep breath in, I don't think it's aggressive. I think you got to stick your think, nose in there and force it. You, you'd have to that, really, really I think that's it. a product of it being probably one of the lower proofs we've had in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but I think that's something to note is that, you know, while we're saying things that it is, there's also things it isn't. And it definitely is not that alcohol, ethanol smell at all. Like it's, you gotta, but, you'd have to almost pour this shit in your nose to get there. Was Jack Daniels 80 proof? Jack Daniels, I don't know. I, can, I think it was. Gonna, and I remember much more prominent alcohol note out of that 80 proof than this one. So that's, you know, that's a very good observation. Da, da, da. Says, oh, that's originally released. I'd have to go deeper. Annoying. Don't you have the bottles? No, when I moved, I had to pitch them all. That's a oh tra- wow travesty. It was a yeah. Moving was terrible, and I could not <laughs> could not do all those bottles as well. Uh, would be terrible. Anyways, I'll update you when I figure this out. Oh, never mind. I did. It's eighty proof. So yeah, I would say there was definitely more of an ethanol taste with the. My smell with the Jack Daniels, but at the same time, it wasn't. It still wasn't as punchy as some things. And I think the same thing with the Jack Daniels that it had a. Do I want to say sweeter? Yeah, not sweeter than this, but a sweet tone. It's not like the uh, what was it? I think Makers was. Do I say Makers was sweeter? But I think the same thing. The Makers wasn't overly, you know, alcohol and smell either. But this is definitely less than both of those by by a far margin. I feel like I pull more distinct flavors out of this than i do the i I think this does oh makers was 90 uh but i do think that this is more distinct in terms of some separation that's maybe jack daniels maybe jack daniels has the same um you know same kind of you could pull out the same amount of things but i think it's harder and that that alcohol smell must some of those things and i think the same is true with the makers mark i think that was it wasn't one note, but it was harder to distinguish the sm- the you know the smells than with this. Which yeah. I and I, and you know I should say, but compared to those three, which all sit in this pr- uh, price point, was were they in this price point? I think they're close, right? Um, and maybe twenty four. Uh, I think this does a really good job on the nose of separating itself well and being being a real good contender. Agreed. Yeah, I think if yeah, um, shall we move on to the palette? Sure. So I'll, I'll go first again since I'm don't just don't have any notes. I think it nose kind of carries through. Um, looking at the notes on the website, they talked a little bit about charred oak flavor that I'm not getting. Otherwise, it's you know just sugar brown sugar sweetness kind of all the way through. Nothing nothing sharp. It's very 
um, I don't want to say <clears throat> soft, but maybe mellow is a better way to describe it. Like it is not difficult to drink. It's not difficult to pick out enjoyment, but it's not complicated either. I kind of yeah, wish I, I was getting the, that wood note though. I think to add to that sharp comment, I would say that definitely want to, you know, up front, it's, it eases you into the experience. And I do think it has a point where it, has like an inflection point where it says, okay, I'm here, but then it fades off pretty quickly. I definitely don't find as much separation in the taste in terms of, you know, compared to the nose. Um, but yeah, I, I do wish there was more depth overall to the profile. You know, I I wrote this down yesterday and I kind of still feel the same today. Uh, I felt like there was a little bit of a, a hollowness up front. Like there should be a flavor there, but it's missing. And then on the back end, I I was thinking like a herbaceous end, like but woody, like thyme or a bay leaf with some oak spice. Um, I would I wish this I, had more more oak through. I think the whole thing because I I feel like it's just not there's just not enough there for it to be interesting at this point. Yeah, I I think I feel I'll like say, I'm I feel like I'm missing this. something because it's not like it's pow in your face sugar that i or syrup i think is what i wrote down for jack daniels like that, that was another one i remember just being kind of one to two note i feel like i'm missing something and that hollowness is a good way to describe it like it's a void of a flavor rather than just one flavor yeah and i think to tie what both of you are saying is i i think this is clint's most amazing week ever i think everything you said was kind of on the nose, I feel like you cheated this week and just went and listened to 100 reviews and then spit it back out. This is real good, Clint. I agree with the hollowness mostly through the whole thing. Uh, it feels like there needs to be a body there, which is exactly what I think you're saying, Pat, is that I wish that woody like flavor would pass all the way through or pass through it all. I just feel like there's like it sits, it's like it's like the hi hats in a song, and it's like they're there. But there's nothing to accompany them. There's no actual drum kit just in the whole there. presentation. So you're like, yeah, you're like, okay, wind is like, yeah, just like if, if that, if the song started and it was hi-hats the whole time, you're like, okay, when does the song start? And it just ended. And you're like, wow, it was just hi-hats. And they never <laughs> use the rest of the kit. It, it kind of feels like that where it's like we're just moseying along. And then it's like, okay, here we go. And then nothing happens. You get like a little, maybe a little dip of spice. I, I was get pulling out maybe a little of like... Maybe some sweetness in terms of like a cinnamon slash brown sugar apple pie deal, but it's pretty light on the back end. Um, you know, I wouldn't be overly aggressive about it. Uh, and I don't think it's overly, it's it's not sweet at all in terms of like, oh, the nose is sweet. It's not like the Jack Daniels syrup sweet. Um, you know, I, I don't find it to be anything more than lackluster, if I have to be honest. The only reason I think... I'm probably a little bit more on point this week is I've had this quite a few times. Um, I think it, my exposure to this is probably higher than any other whiskey that we've reviewed so far. I, and how does that make you feel? Well, honestly, honestly, here's the real question. Uh, I wrote down, I remember this a lot more fondly than my experience this week. So that was going to be my question is we've all had this before. Has anyone had this since we started recording this podcast 34 no. weeks ago, 33 no. weeks ago? Me either. And I 
really liked Basil Hayden when I had it the first time. Like I was like, oh, it's incredible. I really love this whiskey. And I won't lie, through this journey, I'm like, I'm okay on it. Like, do do I think it's a buy it when I see it because I don't have it? Meh. I don't know. You know, it's still it's still maybe the same for the score, but I think I'm softer on it as well. I think that when compared to other things, and this is where their strength might be that, like we said earlier, their distribution is pretty good. Like, it seems like something that people have tried. It's in a lot of places. And because of that, they have the reach where some other things that we've tried do not. So it's like an interesting thing of, you know, what's worth it? A thing that's better, but you can't get, or a thing that's mediocre, but you can easily get. Well, I think the mediocre thing just outshines the rare thing just because it's like, I'm not going to waste my time hunting down. Like, it's like something like Bullet. Was it Bullet? No, it was Buffalo Trace. Something like Buffalo Trace that sits in this category. It's like, it's so hard to get in some places. It's impossible. I got to pay 50 bucks for it. Why would you do that when you can get this for 26, 30? You know, it's like the network might boost this in a way that changes things. It's a weird, it's like a super weird capitalism retail chain distribution deal that like changes the whole notion of how Basil Hayden works because you can find it at least seems like a lot of places. So, and when I turned onto it, I was before I had a place to go to get a lot of different whiskeys. So I just had what Kroger had and this outshined a lot of things there at its price. So it's like a weird, it's, it sits in a weird place. Uh, it's just something to think about, I think. But yeah, I, I would agree that I think it it is dropped a peg for me in terms of how I feel about it. Okay, finish. Yeah, yeah we still have yeah, finish. We still oh, have finish. I, I think like I do done. get a little bit of the wood notes on the finish, and that's about. I agree with you. It. Yep. Short finish, wood spice with a bit of dryness. Yeah, I wish I that wood that spice came before the finish. I wish it was somewhere else. Yeah, I agree I with you. I, and I, I definitely. Get, I get less of the wood and more of the spice. I do find the dryness to be prominent, but I think the dryness in terms of, how can I explain this? I think there's like a dryness in terms of like dry wood. Is that good or bad? I don't know. And then dryness in terms of like, I put alcohol in it and it evaporated and dried it out. Mm -hmm. And this to me is more of a, the alcohol dries out the back of your throat. Yeah. And not so much of like the wood absorbs the, you know, the liquid type of dryness and i think that's way less pleasurable i think there's more of a burn associated with it i think it's more aggressive and i don't think it's as just as appeasing in general not like that may just be a bunch of bullshit so you're equating it to the alcohol rather than licking a board of cedar yeah i don't think that the i think there's a something that is associated with wood and the wood taste that brings that dryness that you're expecting and I think this is mostly the alcohol doing something that's less of, it's more of like a side effect than like a planned taste, planned palate deal. So I think it's, you know, I think it's maybe a negative and not like a, I mean, can it be a negative or positive? I don't know. It's all substantial based on what you think. Uh, but I think I take this dryness as a negative where I, you know, you could have the same kind of effect but it's residual from a different taste that I would find as a positive. I think I take the dryness as a negative in terms of how we get there and why it's achieved. Before we move on to the rating, you guys have a little bit of whiskey left, right? A very, bit, baby. very teeny bit. Okay. Ooh, yeah, very teeny bit. Um, 
Pat, did you make sure to put it in your hands and rub it all over? And oh, yeah, there wasn't anything worth talking about. <laughs> um, I saw this note online, and I just want to see what you guys think. Oh, no. I want you to add a, a drop note. of water or a drop of water or two uh, into your whiskey and then smell the nose. And see if it changes. I don't have a, I don't have enough in here to smell, but I did put okay. water. I did put water in it earlier while we were talking, just to Stall see. Stall while I get some water. Because I thought, what's, what's the note? I thought this was interesting. I, I'll save it. I'll save it for when he gets back. I just, uh, yeah, there's not enough in here for me to to pull any smell out of the bottom here, but I'll I'll try. All right, we got a couple drops in there. Let's see how we feel. Well, Clint, I think you ruined it. How so? It doesn't really <laughs> smell like anything. I don't know. Maybe maybe I added too much water. I'm not your, really your sure. New, your new house water is actually poison. Uh, what was it? What, what was it? What, what did they say would happen? Uh, no, up. the note they got on the nose was like syrupy peaches. Like the that cherry cordial that I got was more like a like canned peaches rather than cherry. I think I might get a more syrupy cherry, like the, you know, the garbage cherries you buy for Sundays, and it's that water that's in them or whatever it's called. I guess it's called a syrup, but it's more like a water. Uh, I get more of that. So I don't think the sweetness dies down. I think that cherry scent stays there. It up. I yeah, almost. Like I think it's probably a you know it, the water knocking out everything else and then pushing the cherry forward. So it's not so much a thickening, but it, yeah, it's it's overwhelming. So it feels yeah. that way. I don't know where the peach got. I think that's what I get. I agree out of this. with you. I got the same thing where it seemed like it was definitely a you know cocktail fruit, something sitting in its own syrup. I thought it was cherries. Yeah, yeah, agree, a hundred percent. Agree a hundred percent. I think it does strongly emphasize that, but it it doesn't change the smell in general. I do think that the dryness on the end on on the finish is a little better with the water, but I do think that the palate is substantially muted. I think overall, adding water to this is killing most of the things that it could do because I think a lot of it resides from the sweetness, and I think the water really stamps that out a lot. And I think it ruins most of all aspects of this whiskey, Tad Water. On top of that, it's already floor proof. It's already at the minimum. Why would we want to lower it yeah. anymore? You know? Because we're we can't handle our whiskey, so, so we just we're do four this. idiots we're just trying to review whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go on to scores. Let's talk about it. Uh Pat, how do you feel about it? Uh this, this is, is a tough one. I, Clint, I, how do you feel about it? No, I wish I would have. I want to put down, everyone distressed at the same time. I, I wish I would have wrote down what I thought I was going to give based off of what I thought my memories was of it. But I think I have to be a two. I can tell you that I thought I was going to give it a four before I even opened the bottle because I have pretty good memories and a lot of them tie back to friends who recommended this to me. And after drinking it, I am firmly in the two category. I do like this in a mixed drink, even though we're a little lenient on that. In terms of what a two is, I do like this in something like a old fashioned, even a, even a, a whiskey and coke. I think it does pretty well in a mixed drink, but on but I don't think the whiskey itself elevates itself above that. And I am in the same camp. I thought I was going to be higher, and I'm at a two. 
I the hollowness on the palate is what I feel like the cocktail has to add to it. Like it would make a great real, mixed yeah. drink, but the hollowness of the palate needs to be filled with sugar and candy and whatever else you throw in your cocktails. Some kind yeah, of Yeah, and I think part seasoning. of that makes it a good mixed drink. You can definitely throw things into it and it, it is good enough at not being intrusive. Uh I you know, I still think that at twenty seven dollars it's it's easy buy for a lot of people and a gift, uh, uh a bourbon a try at thirty seven dollars, thirty six dollars. There's a lot of things you can get that are very comparable or better, uh, especially as a mixed drink. Which is more interesting. I'm probably, I'm probably never mixing this at 37. At 27, I am. That's not a big deal. Um, I would do a cocktail at 37 if it was right, but I wouldn't do soda. Yeah, you're not gonna do like a. Uh, yeah, there's no there's no coke and basil at 37. That's just get Jack. There's no point. Yeah, you know? no, get makers. Do whatever. Yeah, so. we got to clarify. This belongs in like the old fashions, the Manhattans, that kind of. Things that are going to add some sweetness. Things are going to add a little fruit. Things that are going to, you know, add, that hollowness that are they're going to add some core tastes that you can really pull out. You know, nothing that's going to be with a, with ice in it. Nothing you're going to add water. I don't think anything that you add like a light soda to or a soda water or anything like that, I think it's going to completely blow it out. I think it's something you're going to add a sweeter or darker tone to or a fruit tone. You're going to do pretty well here. I don't think we normally give mixed drink recommendations, but <laughs> I think this does settle well in those categories where you have that fruity base or sweet base or dark base that's oh, going yeah. to go really you, well. You need to season it somehow. Yeah, definitely. Maybe add a, maybe add a block of wood. A little salt and pe- Salt all around a little that little rim, oak in rim, there. rim, rim, rim. <laughs> you're good to go. Uh, yeah, a little flank steak. You're a little good bit to go. of salt and pepper. Uh, so I guess it's unanimous. Pat's going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two. Clint's going to give it a two. Did John, was John going to send us his score? I thought he was going to. I think, well, that was Clint. yeah, I'm the Never one mind. who actually offers to help out and give you guys review notes, and yeah. he just ghosts us. <laughs> John, I'm glad you're listening to the, to do the show notes, because uh, you're getting shit on. <laughs> hey, guess what? You're gonna I'm expecting, get, I'm expecting um, the show notes to be... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Middle finger emojis. Bingo! He better if he if he really li- here's the, here's the test. If you listened all the way, he will include a middle finger emoji when he sends the notes to me. That's the <laughs> test right here. And fans, you will see it in the show notes if he does it. I will leave it in. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think does anyone have anything else I want to add? You gotta finish your bottle review. Was it a superhero or sidekick? Oh, that's right. We can talk about the bottle because we already broke all the rules and talked about it earlier. It looks like a Robin, not a Batman. I was gonna say it's, it's definitely... a, one of the Joker's goons. Oh, it could be a Joker's goons. It's not good the, enough to the be. The Basil Robin. Hayden. I will say the Basil Hayden logo on the front of it is a little. I, I don't know. This is it's a it's a lowercase mm. b, huge uppercase h, and it just. It looks like the H is wearing the B as an accessory. I don't. I don't get. I just don't like it. It's cowboy. I think it should it's be like, capital B. It's like B. a ranch brand. That no. It should be capital B, capital H, big letters. That is the most obnoxious belt buckle I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm, I'd wear a belt there's, buckle. There's like a that. lot going on. There's fake rivets. There's. It's got all kinds of rivets. It's, it's got it's real imprinted. rivets. It says Baselight. It's. It's a fucking it, like twenty. If they remove all the. Bottle. the 
if they removed all the bottle stuff, this might be a $20 whiskey. <laughs> they just spent a buttload of money to make the bottle look insane. On the poncho. So I'm ready I'm ready to talk about, uh, what's the other one? Tin, tin cup, is that what it is? That they have like a tin shot glass on every bottle? Oh, yeah. I think so. Seems seems like another waste of things you just throw you away. Keep, you can keep that. Nope, I throw it away because I don't need more shot glasses. Uh, anyways, that's the bottle. It's nothing. You know, I would say it's. I will definitely say it's notable in terms of it's different, but I don't think it's. I think it's just a mess. And I know that's not going to change anything, and no one cares. Uh, I just think the capital letters, the capital words. The like a million things when you guys come, I'm I will save this bottle for when you guys come to the live app. So you can just, I know you guys have seen the bottle before, you've had it. But hey, if you man, actually look at this can, bottle, you can throw it away. But if you look at this bottle, you'll be like, I'm kind of disappointed. It looks like a 12 year old made it. I just don't want good. it sitting. I'm on a, your, kind of upset uh, wherever you put your bottles and have it depress you. You can throw it away. It, it, oh, no, no, I'm gonna put it in a cabinet oh. so I can't see it. I decided to open mind. that cabinet and go, gosh darn it. I'm gonna. What's gonna happen is I'll open the cabinet after the live episode and go. God damn it! I didn't show it to them. <laughs> I didn't show them my my burning hate for this bottle. No. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't hit the top We're six. We're smash it in the street. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, dude, in the alleyway. Uh, <clears throat> it's out of here. We don't like it because I said so. Uh, anyways, that's a wrap for Basil Hayden. Uh, I would still say give it a try, but. Temper your expectations. It's not too hard to pick up. Go find it. Go try it. Buy for $27. That won't hurt as much. Try uh, it. You can email us. You can email us at smellmywhiskey at gmail.com. That's smellmywhiskey with an E. You can tweet us at smellmywhiskey and Instagram us at smellmywhiskey. They're the same. What do you know? Uh, you can not email pat that's okay you can't call clint doesn't have a cell phone don't text me either do we want to give out john all of john's information while he's not here you yeah. want his cell phone his area <clears throat> we'll let hank know <laughs> hank 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 knows what's up um did we talk about our email we got from a person we don't know that said do twitch yeah did i we think talked a couple about weeks that? ago maybe we did Okay, we appreciate the shout-outs. We had, yeah, we did. We definitely talk about the person on Reddit. We definitely talk about the person on the email. We appreciate those. If you have an email, send them in. Recommendations. I think we're going on a buying spree soon to buy more whiskey. So if you have a recommendation, definitely send it in. We can make it happen sooner than later. We have a, our first sponsored episode coming up. I don't know the date yet, but I am getting the bottle tomorrow. So we'll talk about that more later. Um... Yeah, so that's a wrap. That's episode 32. We did Basil Hayden. We're just 40 trying to view whiskey. We'll see you next week. Bye, Craig. Oh, I was muted for that. Shit. Clink, 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 clink. Okay, I think that's good. How do I sound? Okay. That's a little loud. Still a little loud. Good? Money? So. Money in the bank. Love it. Good, List good it. enough. I'm recording. What the fuck do you mean good enough? It better be perfect. Otherwise, yeah. why do I do this? That's acceptable. Uh, let's clap on three. You guys ready? Yep. Three, two, one.